<laughs> Need a new gay found family podcast? We're queer led actual D&D play. Nope. <laughs> We're a queer led actual play D&D podcast of four best friends who are currently playing. Hold on. We're a bunch of queers playing D&D for a podcast. We're lifelong friends. We have space travel, magic technology, heist horses, and a really gooey goblin. I'm stealing all of your stuff. I'm just going to say this entire ad. <laughs> We have great bonus content with the first episode of each arc available for free. <laughs> In the entirety of the first arc, the Bone Rattlers. Uh, yeah, each arc <laughs> is set in a. Excuse me. Each art is set in an in-universe history podcast about each planet in the planetary system. There's more than one. We have a bunch of episodes available for binging and wonderful characters to fall in love with and hate, including some jank horses. <laughs> we have multiple arcs out that follow the story of Val, a trite... <laughs> Ten... Val the Triton, an interplanetary <laughs> criminal and MLG gamer. Uh, horse rider extraordinaire. Xerxes, a murderous demon that likes to wear dad hats. And sometimes uh, rides God. a night horse. horse. Patches, a part-time old lady, full-time ooey-gooey cyborg goblin, and her trusty rusty steed, Horus. And Adam, the small boy technomancer, and their journey as they grow and discover uh, the truth to their pasts. I was going to be mad because I didn't do a character voice, and then I was like, no, <laughs> I did. Magic, Magic Dagger, if, if the, the true treasure, treasure isn't friendship, friendship I'm, I'm going to be mad. mad. I'm going to be mad. If treasure true, friendship bad? Welcome, everyone, to the most electrifying night in wrestling entertainment. Yes, this is the N-W-L Championship Wrestling. Welcome, everyone, to our newest season of Control Pod. This campaign, we will be testing out Worldwide Wrestling by Nathan D. Paoletta. I am your creative for the season, Dennis Foray. And with me, I've got some players... And they're wrestlers. Hi, my name's Kishan, and I play Jerry the Intern. Hey, my name's Tony, and I'm playing Omaha Neth Grapple. (laughs) I'm Logan, and I'm playing Ranger Chris Chantney. And also, in the future, recording this episode, (laughs) it's gonna be me again. But also, I have... If you'll introduce yourself and your player character. I am Adam Visconti, and for this campaign, I am playing Grayson the Hammerhead Steel. And which playbook are you playing, Adam? Uh, I am playing the Provocateur playbook. Alright, back to you, past Dennis. (laughs) And we're so excited to be back and testing out a real grappling system. I've really wanted to get my hands on this for a while, and show everyone how cool wrestling can be when it's not ran by a Republican billionaire. (laughs) I'm bringing the gay back to wrestling. 
is essentially what I'm doing. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm really excited to tackle this system because it has a lot of things I've been wanting to try to implement in the systems I make and the the systems we kind of try going forward. As we know, you don't have to be a fan of wrestling to come and listen to NWL right now. This is our own created world with re- wrestlers we've created on our own. Um, but we kind of sh- want to show you the, the 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 real beauty that there is in wrestling. It's this fun soap opera that has this nice little climax to it that's fun to watch because it's sweaty dudes grappling with each other. Um, but the system, like all of our systems we usually test out, is a 2D6 uh, PBTA-style system. This one has a fun, more combat-driven narrative uh, system that I'll highlight later. But as far as basic moves go, uh, from the system at large that we'll be looking forward to, uh, much like any kind of wrestling promotion, we have Cut a Promo. Uh, This is where you get to talk directly to the audience. This can be more cinematic or more uh, an interview of sorts. We've got athletic feats. We've got working the audience, trying to drum up support for your wrestler. We've got Breaking Kayfabe. As we know, wrestling is real. Wink, wink. Um, But when you break the world of wrestling, that's Breaking Kayfabe. You can also run in. You can play politics backstage. And there's a ton of moves for wrestling inside the ring itself. We have our four different stats, which are body, work, look, and real. Look real in power, and you can also sometimes roll against heat, which is the charisma between you and your opponent, and sometimes roll with audience, which is obviously how much support you have. So for this season, we're taking you into a hypothetical wrestling promotion that has been bought out by Netflix. It's uh, NWL stands for the Net. Netflix Wrestling League used to be at the Northwest League. But Netflix has bought out some wrestling and has put some real money into it. So I think right now we're going to go into some of the key highlight characters that will really pop up in this sixth season of NWL Championship Wrestling. So whoever would like to go first, talking about your character, uh, some of your moves that you're excited to use. I've got uh, Ranger Chris uh, Chaney. I think I said Chaney before, but I, I think I've misspoken. Ch- Ch- Ranger Chris Chaney. Chaney is what it is. All right, uh, so he is. Uh, he's pretty huge. He's a big. He's a big guy. Uh, I'm. Uh, he's from uh, Tombstone, Arizona. He's just a massive, just a sweet. Gentle, always trying to be an inspiration for those for those young kids, teaching them about wildlife preservation, how to take care of the environment, how to take care of our national parks, like such as the Grand Canyon National Park, where he he worked, where he obviously worked from right before hopping onto the NWL, and. He's, uh, he's got some fun surprises in store for you all. I'll say that. 
And which playbook are you playing? Like? I'm going with the monster playbook for him because he's a he's a big, big guy, obviously. And he's a big, really uh, big, nice guy. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing, nothing underneath the surface at all. Obviously, <laughs> no surprises there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yes. I'm playing Omaha Ned Scrapple. Uh, he's uh, 52 years old. He's five foot six and uh, three, about 320 pounds. Um, he's a real Dusty Rhodes type, where he's just kind of a, a holdover from like old school wrestling. He was probably in another big promotion before this one got um, greenlit by by Netflix. But he's kind of a, he's kind of a household name, but he's not like he never was like the top bill for for anything really so he was putting into a lot of like the advertising for this and stuff but he's definitely past his prime he's out of shape um but he's never done anything else in his life he doesn't have any other skill set so he refuses to retire he just keeps getting kind of thrown out there in the ring um and uh it's it's starting to get a little sad honestly but uh he's great at a cut in the promo like he's he's still got that charisma that he always had he's an engaging guy um, you know, just, uh, starting to get a little bit bald. You know, he's got a nice handlebar mustache. Um, let's see what else. Oh, his, his entrance music is, uh, King of the Road by Boxcar Willie, uh, hanging, hailing from the amber fields of America's heartland. Um, and, uh, his, uh, did you say you wanted our finishing move too? Um, well, we can go back to that. Uh, hi, uh, I am Jerry the Intern. Uh, we've had the managers as characters in wrestling before, and now we have the interns of managers as characters really scraping the bottle of the barrel here. Uh, uh, the intern to the general manager of the NWL who got thrown into the ring and showed prowess right off the bat. Uh, he may look like a Mormon and carry everyone's coffee, but he's got a little bit of smackdown uh, under that white collared shirt. Did you say you wanted us to go over our finishing moves? <laughs> no, that, that's yet, that's what he just said, right? Okay, I couldn't I, I couldn't hear him exactly, so okay. I couldn't tell him that's what he said. <laughs> so where, where does Jerry hail from? Write that down. <laughs> yeah, well, get wrecked. Uh, <laughs> Jerry uh, comes from Gary, Indiana. Uh, Jerry God from damn. Gary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Small town, unremarkable, uh, just like his walkout. Uh, he comes out to Buddy Holly by Weezer. Jesus Very appropriate. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Adam, you tell us about your character. Well, guys, uh, it's, well, uh, mm. <laughs> that, was, that was a pretty solid Adam impression for like half a second. <laughs> for half a second, only uh, half a second. <laughs> Mm. All right, Adam, if you'll get into Grayson, what his whole deal is, what his look is like, uh, kind of what wrestler uh, our hammerhead is. Awesome. So Grayson is uh, literally a copy and paste version of um, Randy the Viper Orton um, in his legend killer phase, but shark themed instead of snake themed. So uh, he's also got kind of that bald buzzed look where you're like oh he has hair but like you're not really sure at the same time um (laughs) he has the ability to have hair but chooses not to (laughs) exactly yeah yeah yeah. and then (laughs) 
Um, uh, I think I really just like the, the height six foot two. So, so we're gonna, we're gonna stay with, you know, he's six foot two. He's, he's beefy, but I feel like he's a little bit more, uh, he's a little bit more toned than some of the, the other guys. Uh, and by that, I mean, so he's a little more cut rather than, you know, fluid bulk. Yeah. So he's from Pensacola, Florida. Um, because I, I was like, yeah, if he's shark themed, he's got to be from Florida. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially with the provocateur playbook, um, I'm going with the, the version where he's like off kilter and kind of like a little weird. Um, so also Florida, because uh, I feel like I was born there <laughs> off and everyone I know weird. from there is a little <laughs> off kilter and weird. So like it, yeah. it, it tracks, um, and then I have his entrance music being uh, Mount Everest by Labyrinth, um, because I feel like that's just, like, energetic enough, but also, like, slow-paced, and it builds, um, kind of like when a shark is, like, tracking, you know? Uh, so I thought that that vibed pretty well. Since I am future Dennis, I just edited that bit of the first episode, and it sounds fucking awesome. Hell fucking <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, and then he is a heel, um, so, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna tend to lean towards, uh, those types of decisions. Um, and, and yeah, which is good because I believe I wrote down, we have baby faces, right? In yeah, you're the only heel uh, of the I am, okay, actually. okay. Yeah. Oh, all yeah, the, yeah. all the rest of the NPCs are, are heels as opposed to them, but you're the only heel player character. Excellent. I love that for me. And then, yeah, so also uh, going with this whole, like, weird shark thing, he has gills tattooed on his obliques um, to just, like, really sell it. And then he definitely rocks the Speedo look rather than any sort of, like, brief trunks. Um, and then, like, knee-high leather boots uh, is what is what we're rocking with. Um, and then the, like, what are the moves that I picked from the mm -hmm. playbook are Mind Games and Showstopper. Yeah, so Showstopper is once per episode, you can appear in any segment and turn it into something about you. Um, so that's like really good heel tactics, especially from like a player character perspective, where you can just be like, all right, fuck what Kashan's doing right now. This is, this is now about me. Okay. <laughs> And then mind games is whenever you engage in bizarre, outlandish, or mysterious behavior to psych someone out, you roll plus a look, and then you get special things depending on what you roll there. So it's more about being that that provocateur, that that weird fuck. <laughs> wow, yeah, no, that's awesome, Adam. That was really good. Yeah, right. Good choice, wow. Adam. Wow. So so interesting. So the best <laughs> character of all of ours. That's ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what it was true fuck you guys <laughs> adam we're recording you can't say that <laughs> all right you guys we've got the the pop in circumstance of our characters um i think we're actually gonna save our finishing moves for the, the first episode when you use them we're gonna bust them out there so for the time being we'll we'll get into the 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 campaign proper. So essentially you are a fan of wrestling if you're listening to this and you've you've probably you maybe watched Northwest the Northwest League back when it was hosted in Seattle um along the coast there and have since moved up to Netflix since it's been purchased. Um you watch every Saturday night, Saturday night a class 
Um, Netflix, you know, bought up this promotion and airs that weekly. Glad, glad, glad that they aren't making it. Been, been waiting to release all of them at this um, at the same time because that would really cut a lot of the tension from the week to week. Yeah, stuff. If you could immediately move on from episode to episode. But luckily, Netflix has bolstered up uh, this promotion with its money and its way to. Uh, get viewers in with their one-night-only events, which are these grand matches that usually have themes behind them. So, essentially, what we're going into for this mini-campaign, you're following the sixth season of uh, the NWL after a hellacious wrestle-ocalypse, which is the, the final event of the year, leaves most of the long-time standing veterans and uh, big players on the injured list, they cannot compete for some time as they heal up, uh, which allows all of these new wrestlers to kind of, not necessarily new, but kind of uh, mid-card, you know, background characters to pop up and pop up and take center stage. Some of the, the key NPCs that are of note in this universe, we've got our general manager slash our Netflix liaison, Clark Page. She's this very strong and determined woman who likes to base all of her decisions on talent. She isn't above kind of falling into heel tactics, but she'll usually help out a babyface if they if she feels they've earned it. Um, and Jerry, the intern, is interning for Clark directly, thus his, his meteoric rise through the stables. Then we've got our backstage interviewer, Cooper Page. So she is actually. Clark's sister, and while she maintains the aura of being eye candy, she's a lot more than that, a dedicated journalist to the wrestling business. Another fun thing about this system is that while you may not be currently in a wrestling match, you can always take over the announcers. So while people are not wrestling, they'll be able to play uh, one of these two NPCs and possibly others. We've got Bronny James Dio who is the announcer and kind of core of the commentary team. He is, you know, the stock cardboard cutout for any wrestling promotion. States facts of what he currently sees, of what he knows in the past. He's kind of got that earpiece in his ear where he's fed all of the lines he needs to say. And if he doesn't say them correctly, they'll probably murder his family or something. <laughs> but <laughs> Bronny, Bronny James Dio was a wrestler in the past, got injured, got moved to the commentary team. Uh, back in the day, he was kind of more of your like Stone Cold Steve Austin type, you know, real rough and brutish. So it's, it's funny now to see him kind of clean shaven and in a suit, just kind of speaking rote lines. Um, on the other side of the commentary team, we've got Damian Lancaster. He is your more uh, biased towards the heels commentator. Always likes to see the rough and tumble, the ingenuity of what wrestling can be. He also has an Australian accent, and I will hold everyone to that the best we can, because we're all going to do a shitty Australian accent if we're playing Damian Lancaster. Well, as long as we know it's all shitty. <laughs> uh, another uh, person note, as we're actually going to go down through our kind of main non-playable wrestlers, we've got the current NWL Master Champion, The Gatekeeper. 
this is a huge behemoth of a man who, for most of his time in the NWL, stood as a testament that if you could be the gatekeeper, you could become the champion. Well, now the gatekeeper is the champion. He sees no one fit enough to beat him, and so far, no one has. He's currently on injury as we go into the sixth season, so that'll play a little bit into the fun that's going to happen on the first episode. Uh, but you're going to have to watch out for his finisher for whom the bell tolls. We've also got Rusty Gray. Um, Rusty, much like Omaha Ned Snapple, has been in the circuit for quite some time and is um, getting up there in age. He's kind of the other side of the coin where people still root for Omaha. They love his old tactics, his old school style. Whereas Rusty, just the people are sick of him. It's been it's been nearly 20 years and he, he needs to get out of here. And then finally, we have Joey Damson. Joey Damson is this young, cocky heel wrestler that you love to hate and watch week in and week out. He is good at what he does, and that's the worst fucking part of it, because you just wish he was bad. But he's not. He's a great wrestler, and it's so infuriating that he keeps on getting these chances that he might not deserve. And that might come down to some backstage politicking as he is actually dating Cooper, uh, our, our backstage interviewer, and we feel like that may be some of the reasons uh, why he's getting such good chances in the NWL. But as we go into it, we'll be entering the first episode back from Apocalypse. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of this, you don't need to be acquainted with real wrestling. My job here as creative is to explain as much as possible from my deep wealth of knowledge of wrestling to, to the layman viewer. So to help with that, I staged a little vocabulary quiz at the end of this. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to not get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a great testament uh, to hear at Control Group where we'll do systems that we don't know the core content well enough sometimes. And I think that just makes us special. That'd be, it'll, it'll be fun regardless, right? <laughs> Yeah, I've, I, I've seen the wrestle, just not for like 15 years. <laughs> All right. I've smelled what The Rock is All cooking. Right. <laughs> yeah, I even watched Skyscraper. I think I know what I'm doing, okay? <laughs> so we'll start in introduction order. Kashan, can you tell me what a baby face is? They're a hero character they're the good guy am i right ding 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 you are correct Kishan. Ooh, i got it <laughs> tony can you tell me what a heel is heel's a bad guy because on your body the opposite of your face is your heel yep ding 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 you got it right there <laughs> Wait, the opposite that, of your face that, is your heel. When you think about it, what's like, yeah, what's the most opposite yeah. part, part of your body like, from your face? Is that the actual reason? That can't be the actual <laughs> reason. <laughs> it's that, but it's that sort of like, like just sort of like those common down day are kind of like that's the opposite of your face. Just go with that. Fuck it. I'm, I'm snorting all the coke right now. 
<laughs> Logan, what's a tweener? From context clues, I want to say it's someone who flips between being a face and a heel? Ding, 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 you are correct. Adam, if I told you to take a bump, what am I asking you to do? Right, sure, sure, sure. Um, okay, no, I feel like I definitely studied vocab words before this. I found a list online, and I am, my brain is looking at the image that says bump on the left-hand column, and the right-hand column where it gives the description is, uh, blurred. So, <laughs> um, but if I, uh, if I had to guess, uh, a bump is, wait, if, if you ask me to take a bump, mm-hmm. would that be, would that be moving down? Like, in terms of, like, the, not the roster, but, like, the, the, the list. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, that's not Incredible. It. Cool. Um, <laughs> if I asked you to take a bump, I was asking you to take a physically strenuous um, fall of some sort. Any uh, big move that ends in what you can end as, if you take the move, you can injure yourself. You know, Shane McMahon falling off of a hell in the cell, or got it, or, got it, got uh, it. Cactus Jack falling off a hell in the cell is a huge bump. Um, okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. I were to ask you to sell a move for me, to sell a move. Okay, mm-hmm. so I guess that would. Okay, so like just general acting. Like I'm like if I were to like. Uh, my opponent used a, a move on me or whatever, and I'm tr- uh, like acting hurt or something of that regard, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, as solid. We know as people wrestling is fake, so you're not trying to actually hurt the person you're in the people ring with. So it's fake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you sell a move, you're trying to act like it hurt much more than it actually did. Sick. Wow, great job, Adam. Yeah, good shit. Good oh, shit. I never would. Yeah, I've been giving you harder ones because I know you oh. know a lot more about wrestling. So, Kashan. Oh, yeah? <laughs> What's kayfabe? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> it's like uh, K-pop, but instead of pop music, it's, <laughs> it's fave music. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but that's incorrect. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Tony, can you steal? Yeah, uh, kayfabe is wrestling reality. It's it's the reality that that wrestlers buy into, um, and uh, they they try not to let um, all the marks know about. That's exactly right. It's the the fake imagined world of wrestling. You know that the Undertaker and Kane are brothers. That's kayfabe in in the real world. Oh, Glenn okay. Johnson is a, a senator now, and the Undertaker is just still doing Undertaker shit. Honestly. Wait, yeah. are you fucking serious? He's a senator? Yeah. Or no, he's a he's a congressman? He's a, yeah, he's like a legislator of some sort. I don't Mayor? This is, this Mayor. is worth looking up. <laughs> Mayor. All right. He's American politician. He's he's the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. <laughs> well, I can't believe the Undertaker's brother is the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. <laughs> no, that just shows nepotism. No. Like, I bet he could got his Undertaker brother, like... A job at the local mortuary. See, and that is a good example of kayfabe, a <laughs> term that I just learned. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, 
Tony, since you since you already mentioned it, what's a mark? Uh, a mark? We're all marks. We're all dumb, stupid <laughs> marks. Marks are the audience. They're the people that you're trying to trick with your kayfabe. Exactly. They're the, the people you're trying to trick uh, from old carny lingo that you're trying to mark out and steal money from. Logan, another context clue one for you. What's a smirk? <laughs> oh, God. Um, a smirk. Smart. Is someone... <laughs> A smark? Okay. Well, that shows my chances. A smark is someone who who knows that kayfabe is a thing, but they still suspend their disbelief to watch it anyways? I'll give you two dings on that. You 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 basically worked your way in. Yeah, this is a a mark who is smart about the business. A smart mark, so someone who knows mm. that wrestling is fake, but still watches wrestling anyway and loves to tie in the real along with the kayfabe. So I'll give you that point there. Mm. And tries to avoid capture by Gargamel. <laughs> <laughs> Kishan, yeah, what's a shoot? A what? A shoot. <laughs> A sh- a shoot a shoot <laughs> what? Uh, I'm trying to think of something funny because I just got no real answer. Uh, a a shoot is a special kind of shoe worn in the ring. So pick up a nice pair of shoot for your match. Unfortunately, Kishan, somehow that's wrong. I don't know. I looked it up earlier, and what you said was on there, but now that I look again, it's different. Yeah. Tony, for the chance to steal. Um, just to clarify, you're saying shoot, right? Like, like. Yeah, I typed it in chat, too. Shoot. Oh, I didn't see it. I just thought it was shoot. <laughs> um, uh, is, is that just what you'd call, um... Like, uh, a, a, an interaction or, like, a match between wrestlers? Like, that's the shoot for the night? No, that's that's not what I'm looking for. Logan, could you possibly luck your way into this one? Uh, wait, I think I've read this, actually. A shoot is, is, is that's just a, another name for the wrestling match, right? Just because, uh, <laughs> that's that's the thing that you shoot when, when you're, you're, like, televising it and stuff like that, right? <laughs> nope, and you said the exact thing Tony just did. Oh, damn! It's what, <laughs> it's what you do to your shot. You shoot it. You shoot it. your shot. A shoot is any interaction that's real within uh, a wrestling uh, match. So if you were to shoot hit someone, mm. that means you would actually punch the other wrestler. So no no fake punching, it. man. So we'll go back around. Uh, Kashan, what's a work? Uh, a, a work is a match. You got to do a work. <laughs> Tony for the chance to steal. Fuck. <laughs> a, a work is an opposite of a shoot. If I know this right, I'd be able to switch it. The work is an opposite of a shoot. When you work a move, you're working together to make that move happen and sell it to the audience. Exactly. It's, it's something fake. Um, a work is a storyline or angle or a move that is obviously rehearsed beforehand. Hmm. The cane being a weird half-burnt demon from hell is a work. Uh, Glenn Jacobs being the mayor of Knoxville County, Tennessee, is a shoot. <laughs> that was unplanned. Somehow. That was not supposed to I'll just have, I'll just have to remember that the mnemonic device then. 
<laughs> Logan, uh, as the king of context clues, can you tell me what a worked shoot is? A worked shoot? A worked shoot. Okay, that's, um, that's something where, uh, I think I read this too. That's essentially when, 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 if you're, when essentially you break kayfabe, but essentially it was pre-approved, more or less, by, like, the upper management or stuff like that. Yeah, that's essentially, I'll take that. A work shoot is taking something that happened in real life and then working it into an angle. So, so, so that would be, like, essentially, like, say, like, someone, like, I don't know, was, like, dune buggy, like, a wrestler was, like, dune buggying, and, like, they, like, like, a, a crashed, and, like, they broke their arm or something like <laughs> that, and then them, the wrestler comes in, <laughs> and they've got a broken arm. Exactly, and then, you know, playing it up as an angle for that reason. Like, oh, so-and-so broke my arm outside the ring, and I'm gonna give him hell as soon as it, it heals up. Exactly. That, like that would be a work shoot. And then here's an easy freebie. What's oh. a no-sell? Oh, okay. So it's like I'm I'm gonna basically be like, no, uh, that that did nothing to me. I'm great. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep, exactly. It's pretending that, like, yeah, we're play acting here. What you just did to me. It's fucking you fake garbage. Me. I yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah, you're garbage. <laughs> All right, Adam, can you describe a stable for me? A stable. Uh, oh, oh, that'd be like the Wyatt family or something, right? Like a group. Yeah, a, a group of wrestlers teaming together. They'll often take another name. Famously, the Four Horsemen, Four Horsewomen. You know, the Wyatt family, as you brought up. Straight Evo- Edge Evolution. Society. Straight Edge from Society from CM Punk. Great job there. And then, uh, finally, can you tell me what a blow-off match is? Oh, shit. Yes, this is... Crap, this is another one that I'm like, I can see on the left the blow-off a blow-off match oh yeah yeah yeah. okay there's there's um like a bunch of tension like between two wrestlers that's just been like building and building and building and so they give some sort of title match or like money in the bank type thing um to the two wrestlers so that it they are blowing off that steam finally yeah perfect you're you're exactly right when two wrestlers get in a feud the final match between them that's supposed to end the feud is called a blow-off match all right, that's wonderful. Um, and now I kick it back to past Dennis for a little bit for some fake reactions because we had to fake react to whoever won this. All right, wonderful. So I, I physically can't take the tally until Adam has gone. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll kick it over to future Dennis to let us know who won. <laughs> Do you just want a generic reaction from all of us? <laughs> yeah, of course. Let's get up. Do you want a positive and a negative? You can cut them in. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's let's do a, do a right. pause. I'm still keeping this all in. I'm not cutting this bit out. So. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you don't this, want is, <laughs> this is us breaking kayfabe. Really? All right, Kashan. Kashan, you're the winner. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting Kashan to have surprise, <laughs> but oh wait, were were we all supposed to react? I was no way, t- yeah. that's literally impossible. I was also there for the quiz and heard my answers. <laughs> no wait, you just I wanted a positive reaction out of you, Kashan. No, that is the if I win, that would be my reaction. <laughs> that's why I'm so proud because no one would have seen that come. <laughs> all right, Tony, you just won. I, I robbed Kashan. <laughs> 
<laughs> Logan, you did it! Uh, uh, bazinga! <laughs> All right. Classic, classic comedy. <laughs> yep, and in the more likely situation, Adam won. Uh... <laughs> Dead silence. I love that. Maybe it's just a stigma thing, but I feel like it's kind of a, a heavy crown to wait for this to just be like, congratulations, you're the guy who knows the most about wrestling. <laughs> a little double-edged sword there, you know. There you go, Adam. You're the king of the nerds. That's from past Dennis. Now I'm going to kick it over to future Dennis to end this episode. <laughs> And then we kick it back to me, future Dennis, to reveal the actual winner. And it's a surprise upset, but actually, Tony wins this. That doesn't surprise me. I literally <laughs> thought that Tony was going to win. <laughs> we all thought you were going to win really? when we were recording it. Like, yeah. Tony actually stole questions from other people who got him wrong. Oh, shit. It's a good time. Okay. <laughs> Tony was so going for that extra Tony. crit. Exactly. So I'll give Tony something special in the first episode. But thank you all for listening, and we'll see you in episode one of NWL Championship Wrestling. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.